you know a spot. But not just a spot. The spot. Actually, with the 2023 Nissan Frontier, you know a bunch of them. But the key to these great spots? Being able to reach them in the first place. Your spot is out there. Find your Frontier in the 2023 Nissan Frontier with standard 310 horsepower, advanced tech, and 281 pound-feet of torque. Got my Prevnar 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk. Get vaccinated. But, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Watch up, and welcome back to another episode of No Silence Podcast with your host. Now nah, fuck that with your low, Glasses Malone. I was looking at this post on Instagram, Pete, and it, it blew me away. And it was, they were talking about, um, they were, it was, okay. So the post itself was about a woman and they were saying that the, the woman specifically on the post, they were talking about her body count as a way the discredited was as if her pussy would be worn based off how many dicks she took. I'm not so sure that's how it works. I'm 117% sure <laughs> that's not how it works. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Cause I have, I have slept with a true slut or two. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, Some of the vagina was the greatest thing that has happened to my penis when it comes to actual just feel itself. Oh, oh, yeah. Why do you think guys think that? Like, what is it about? Like, it's I metaphorical. I went into sex thinking to myself, like, oh, she fucked a lot of people. I think that's what most guys think. They think, like, oh, she slept with a lot of guys. The vagina is not going to be good. I'm not sure that that's a th really what they think. I think it's more metaphorical to, oh, this woman slept with a lot of guys. So the, you know, social credit value of me having knocked it down is 
inverted. No, but they don't really think that. That's what. That's what. That's what the better minds think. Most <laughs> guys think the vagina changes. I think that there's to some extent there might be some minor elasticity issues there. But think about it this way: those same guys are taking down girls who've had two or three kids. That's a lot bigger than a uh, male appendage. Yeah, but even then, I don't think it's true at all. I wonder how true is it. Like, I don't think it's true at all. It probably, I'll, I'll say this much. I remember in college, there were girls on my track team who would say, like, over the course of, like, if they weren't getting knocked down for a while, like, during training, that afterwards, it would be super tight. Mm. Now, that, I like, think that's true. So, I don't know. But I also ballpark who those girls were fucking because I knew them and it probably wasn't going to remain that way for very long. <laughs> I, I'm just saying some of the craziest whores. I, I remember sleeping with a girl, man, that was like super out there. And I remember not trying to sleep with her. This girl ended up doing porn. She was like a prostitute to some degree and she had to be and like I did a lot of things to not sleep with this girl. Like I went out of my way to not sleep with her. She she was trying. Like I became her target. Like I knew guys she slept with, and I'm like, <clears throat> like yo, like I'm not sleeping with you. You know what I mean? Like she was a beautiful girl. You know what I mean? She yeah. was attractive, had a couple dollars, whatever that mean. But I was like, man, I'm not sleeping with you. Like you sleep with everybody. And she just wanted to give me some pussy so bad, and it just really was weird so i pretty much steered clear away from the pussy for years you know what i mean yeah. i kept a cool relationship with her because i thought she was a really good friend and um the way she like we ended up sleeping together which was crazy you know what i'm saying it was almost unbelievable when i think about how it happened it happened at a kid's pop warner football like a, a snoop league football game snoop was actually at the fucking games and it happened in a parking lot. Oh, I thought we were going to say it happened in the middle of the field like a halftime show. No, <laughs> it happened because in the parking lot. Gotcha. And um, when I tell you that pussy was incredible, it was almost crazy. Like, you would think a motherfucker that didn't took that many dicks is no way. And that's why I knew. I would think the opposite, that though. That wasn't true. Why would you think that a person with a broader spectrum and deeper volume of practice would be worse at something? I don't think I thought she would be worse. I, I, I actually believe. You that. said there's nothing she can do to, to mask the damage done? With all the skill repertoire? Well, I mean, I, it's not the experience. I think the experience works out better for women. You know what I mean? They, it's yeah. Their experience. But I thought the actual, you know, immaturely thinking that it would be worn like mm -hmm. in time. And that, that's how I realized it wasn't true, which gotcha. made me think some of these other girls, that shit not true. And then I slept with a girl that was a virgin. That's happened to me twice. And it was like, don't get me wrong, the sex was great, but it was like you would thought she'd been fucking all the time. 
Gotcha. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, because I thought that there was like some uh, validation to the like Kegel exercise kind of theory. You know what I mean? I don't know to what extent that holds water. Mm. So first off, no ceilings. GL PB in the spot. Peter Bosch. Are we going to change the name of the podcast for this particular episode from no ceilings to no walls <laughs> to no feeling? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so what's your issue? Does body count really matter? What's your issue with body count? So if it's not, if it's not a physical thing, what's your issue with how many women, I mean, how many men a woman has slept with? It's, it matters reputationally speaking. In this, her reputation or your reputation? Both, because her reputation then is tied to your. Well, it all depends on what you, what the end game is. Whether you know, if it's just like, well, I've got some time. It's only two o'clock. <laughs> then it doesn't matter all that much. If it's like fighting to be seen around with this woman, then that's when it starts to matter a little bit more. You know what's funny? Culturally speaking, you know, I have been saying prejudicially. I've been very prejudiced when I said this, that it's almost like white people culturally just don't care about that. Right. Could you take some. That is the farthest thing. I would say the absolute complete opposite. What's funny is, though, because when I think of people like, right, um, the homie that run no jumper, real good dude, Adam, right? Adam Mm -hmm. solid. But Adam, like he's dating like a porn star. Like, I think they're married or something. And I'm like. Like he don't even care. He's one of those alternative white people, though. Like, he a rebel and shit. So, white culturally, it does matter. If you brought home a porn star, your dad would look at you crazy? The list of things that my family and, like, my old circle of friends and all that shit would, would be, like, Ugh. the cringeworthy things is significant, and it's unforgiving. Hmm. And that was true all the way back through high school, through whatever. We're just like brought up kind of that way. Yeah. You know what I realized, too? I was watching Forrest Gump the other day. And Forrest slept with Jenny when Jenny had HIV. That's correct. I'm not sure Forrest knew how to spell HIV. But it was unfair. It was unfair for him a little bit. So his first pussy was HIV pussy. Yeah, that's rough. It's probably she was a whore. Yeah, the filthiest. Back to the point. Um, I just thought about that. Um, that's an interesting one because I didn't know where you. I was like, boy, to tie Forrest no, Gump into this conversation, this has to be really creative. But I forgot about that part of the movie. No, I had COVID. I had COVID. And so I was just watching movies and reading books. And I was like, damn, this Jenny was a real dirtbag. Yeah, but her pussy was actually more like Forrest than Forrest because it just kept running. (laughs) That's corny, but funny. It is. I had to do it. I couldn't avoid it. I couldn't avoid it. Do you think body count shouldn't matter? Like are is God are guys being ridiculous at this point? Like, like is it really ridiculous to care? 
I like, think- is that really an estimation of character? Because I think that's what we both, I think we both agree at the point of, we, we both know physically how many penises she had probably doesn't really affect, you know, the actual greatest feeling of the vagina. And um, so if it's not a physical thing, are we being a bit ridiculous? I mean, thinking outside of the normal thinking of how we're judged, like, I think my fear is the soul of her. Like, her soul is being compromised over and over again. That could possibly be true. In a vacuum, there's an argument that could be made that, like, the locality of the bodies matter. You know? Like, if you... Like, like I'm, in, I'm in Miami, right? I could go start dating some chick from the Dominican Republic who ran through 200 in the DR. I'm never going to see those people. But the skill set, you know, came through customs. So I'm kind of winning. True. So there's that. So, so is it, so let's say if she was a whore in Puerto Rico. Yeah. And you know nothing about that or you've heard about it, but she's not a whore in America or in Florida. That's yeah, I, I think to a degree that's a different conversation. It's kind of like if 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 a pussy drops in a forest and nobody's there to hear it, does it really make a sound? Like a little like Confucius-esque type of take on the matter. What's the fear? What's the fear of the high body counts? Like let's be honest, like what's the fear? Fear, I don't know. I mean, if we're just talking fear, I mean like yeah, if you my, minus you, you could take the pussy, get it checked out, grade it, grade yeah, it. I think it's purely reputational. I think there there is a certain capital on getting on exclusivity. It's 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 almost sort of like a supply and demand perception, even though it's past supply. Sort of strange in that regard. But also, like practically speaking, do you want to be like you ever saw that movie Best in Show, the comedy about the dog show? No, I never saw it. It's it's a very, very funny, like, it's an excruciatingly white comedy, but it is very funny. And they're making fun of, like, weird people who are, like, weird white dog people. Okay. And one of, one of them features, like, a wife who's, like, a burnt-out slut and her nerdy husband. And everywhere they go, her name's Cookie. They go to the store, the cashier. Oh, Cookie, yeah. Hey, what's up? Remember that time we got busy at the fair on the Ferris wheel? And then they go somewhere else. The electrician. Oh, oh, hey, Cookie. Hey, remember that time back behind the uh, math building at the high school? Like, it's everywhere that they go. And that's not probably the greatest look. You could also have a mathematical likelihood that you're going to bump into somebody that's really pissed off because he still wants her. I mean, like... Who the hell knows? Yeah, that is a really weird feeling. Nothing is like being in a room with another dude that slept with your girl. It's that not. It's really not great feeling. Yeah, and I don't especially know, first. I don't know what quite the feeling is. If I think about it, if I investigate, I don't quite know what's wrong. It's because it discredits. I think what exactly it is that you have like you want to think that you have something very valuable another person walks by and goes i had that not threw it in the trash it's not that valuable bro it's deflating 
because the only way that you could have being ridiculous cuz in the sense that like we have her uh, it's going to be corny oh god like you have her love right you you she's fucking with you right he might have slept with her right mm-hmm. cuz i don't feel the same way if if i have a car like right if i my Malibu wagon, whoever had it before, if he see me with it and it's all fixed up, clean, LS in it now, it ain't got the six cylinder that was in it, it's good paint on it now, good interior, it's nice. I don't feel the same when he's in a room with my car. And I don't want to compare it. Well, it can't be comparable because I don't feel like that if I'm it, in the same it, it, it can be comparable like if your girl was like, I don't know, who's a girl that really upgraded herself visually like that's a public figure? Um, of note, I don't know, but like Su- Susie Q looks kind of like mediocre, whatever in 2018. Then all of a sudden she's she's in the gym, she's eating right, she's got a new job, she's dressed great, everything's to the nines, and now you with her. Now it's like, oh yeah, I had her, but then there's also like, but I couldn't get her again, you know. So that sort of changes things like buying a used card yeah, but I don't customizing and upgrading it. like i don't think if i met a girl and i knocked her down and i had my way with her and then she lost 40 pounds and she looks better i'd be thinking to myself like oh i couldn't get her again i would still look like i had her yeah like you I'm might trying to think to myself what really bothers me if i'm in the room with the guy who had the woman that i'm with I, it might to some degree be doubt in knowing could he once he's been there, it's easy to be there again, you know? I don't think that's true, though. I mean, well, not with me. I don't know if I'm insecure thinking like, oh, he can have her again. I mean, I don't think so. I'm, I'm thinking, I'm thinking, I'm thinking, I'm thinking. Do I really feel that way? I don't. I think the public perception that creates this like climate of the way it's viewed is like a cocktail of all these things it's like well that guy might have had her and not wanted her and then i she stumbled down onto me or maybe she still looks over at you know whatever and kind of winks or something or whatever it could be any of a so you hmm? think rooted in insecurity potentially i think it's i think it's rooted more so in the i think that's a backdrop for it i think that might be foundational to what it really has to do more with like that innate competitive nature among men you know in that you part of why you want a super good looking woman and dress her up, take her around is because, Hey, I got the best woman in the building. You know, like that's people feel like that though. Of course they're called tr- the, t- there's a term trophy wife. It's not so that you have the trophy. It's so people see the trophy that you have. But do they really feel like that? I don't think I've ever thought of it, of it like that. I, I never thought a girl I was dealing with was the best woman anywhere. Oh, whatever. Or just like, a better reflection of you or, or, or not, you know, better than the other one. But it's certainly like societally that certainly exists. I would be pretty shallow to think that. 
That's well, like, yeah, we're men. I don't think I ever felt that way. I never think I ever thought like, like, you know, you, you always hear that thing where women say, I want to be, I want him to make me feel like I'm the only woman in the world. Like that just don't make sense to me. Like that's don't, I, I never see, why would you want to feel like a lie? Like, well, what I mean, if, that's, what if that's made, women. What if I made her feel like she was my woman? And she was the best thing in my life. That makes sense. What don't make sense is having a woman that you think is the finest woman in the world when literally there's no such thing. 100%. Like, I don't think there's a woman I could get and I don't think that she would be the finest woman in the world. Like, I don't even know who the finest woman in the world is. I don't think that's a realistic. Very, very subjective. Very subjective. Uh, yeah. I mean, like to me personally, I just need you to look good enough for me to not want to cheat on you when you aren't there. I don't even know if that's possible. Yeah, yeah. Because once you sleep with a woman, bro, like how she looks changes. Like Th- that's true. Was special about the way she looked. The more you sleep with her, that goes out the door. Yeah, but like my personal calculus is like if I'm gonna cheat with this chick on with that one, I gotta risk the potential that I'm that's gonna blow up my face. I'm gonna lose the first one. So I have to be prepared to get stuck with the second one if that's what I want. If I'm a relationship type of guy, a shitty relationship type of guy, but a relationship type of guy nonetheless. But even then, is it really is that really something you think most guys worried about is the way the one looks? Statistically, probably not, because evidence would suggest otherwise <laughs> yeah i just i don't know like i don't think i think when you you know what i mean when you don't cheat the the motivation is not to cheat is yes you don't want to lose something but i don't know that would be pretty crappy for a guy to be worried about how a bitch look and that's why he worried about losing her yeah like you would have to really be a slave to some like lame shit but one thing i have realized is Guys, guys are the the cheapest standard in beauty. Like you can do anything for a guy and a guy, you know, a, a guy sees beauty a lot easier than a woman does. Right. But oh, women yeah. see it a lot more mechanically, like where it's like how long your eyelashes are. Silly shit. But I, I was just thinking yeah. about that. Why do we. Like, what's really the issue in body counts? And I was thinking about that ever since I saw that post. Like, well, you know, I obviously know it's not. You know what it is? It's the fact that you think she doesn't have morals and she will cheat. If That's also a factor. That's what I think. That That's what I would think. If she's so loose. Yeah. But I also think the same motherfucker you are single is the same motherfucker you are in a relationship. You know what I mean? I don't, I don't, I always tell my homegirls, it's like, if you got a nigga that like, if you got a man that likes sleeping with women, that's his thing. He, that's what he likes. He doesn't like because he's single. You know a spot, but not just a spot, the spot. Actually, with the 2023 Nissan Frontier, you know a bunch of them. But the key to these great spots being able to reach them in the first place. Your spot 
is out there. Find your Frontier in the 2023 Nissan Frontier with standard 310 horsepower, advanced tech, and 281 pound-feet of torque. How do we level the playing field for all entrepreneurs? 55% of white businesses survive the startup phase, while only 4% of black businesses do the same. So I want every black entrepreneur to know about the 1 Million Black Businesses Initiative. The 1 Million Black Businesses Initiative is an award-winning program created by Shopify and Operation Hope. They're on a mission to start, grow, and scale 1 million black businesses by 2030, driving wealth creation for the black community. Out of 6 million employer-owned businesses in the U.S., only 2.3% have black ownership. This program gives black entrepreneurs tools and resources to level the playing field, from free business coaching to tailored training and extended free Shopify trial. Shopify's made a 10-year, multi-million dollar commitment to the program, and it's working. The initiative already started, supported, and engaged with over 334,000 black businesses, helping them operate businesses that sell anything from skateboards to coffee beans to apparel. Business owners love this program. Simone Harvin, founder of SC Creative Group, says, The 1 million black businesses experience for me was unlike any other program I've been a part of, primarily because it was for us and it was by us. Here at Drink Champs, we are always interacting with our listeners, many being black entrepreneurs. Shopify is one of those platforms that empowers and emboldens entrepreneurship. So chart your own path for business success with the 1 Million Black Businesses Initiative and Shopify. Bring your business to Shopify with an exclusive offer at shopify.com slash B-E-N, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash B-E-N. There's a lot happening these days. But I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters, without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the 7 most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about 7 minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. What about... A woman, like the really impassioned woman who's all head over heels in love with the guy and the guy cheats on her, leaves her for another girl, whatever the hell. And she goes through a slut out phase and then finds another guy a couple of years later that she just loves to her dying day because she's just an impassioned individual. And that's just how she copes with being that heartbroken. It's just like a hardcore slut out. Because sure. that happens yeah, all the time. Dealing with other people, yeah, it's like drinking alcohol or doing drugs. It gives you a temporary relief of the thought of that person. But then once it's over, feel me, you'll be thinking about that person. So then it becomes a drug, like a high. You're mm-hmm. just chasing it over and over again. I do yeah. think that happens a lot. Um, I could name some names. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, but is it wrong for me to think that? Am I wrong by thinking that, like, if a girl was super duper loose as a single woman, that she probably likes sex too much? I would. Or or she likes men's company too much. Either which way. Um, The one usually manifests, the latter manifests often into the former. But I think the idea of being wrong by assessing past behavioral patterns to predict future behavioral patterns, it's tough to sell that as being wrong. You know, that's foundational for so many things. I mean, 
background checks and credit checks are based purely on that. Mm-hmm. Which we could have some sort of a FICO index for these women. Wouldn't be probably terrible. Sure, sure. If there was a credit score for the vagina. Yeah. Like Equipus. <laughs> I call all it, right. uh, I call it like when they with the cars. They call it the car facts. Yeah. The cat facts. Cat facts would be great. I wouldn't mind a Yelp page. We could get at least some reviews on quality. A Yelp page for the pussy. Yep. <laughs> That's a great idea. I saw this man. You should start it. I saw this thing on Netflix called <laughs> the most hated man on the internet. For sure, you'd be the most hated man on the internet if we had a Yelp page for vagina for women. Could you imagine what that would do to the pussy market? Like we talked about pussy inflation before. Imagine if your pussy goes down from 4.1 to 3.6. You'd have to fuck your way back into the force. But that could be some and, and, and you'd have to do so with a very serious intent to throw it back. Like you that could be all right. But they could also include what she cooks well, does she clean up well? That's in a different app, my friend. No, that should be on the same Yelp. Because then the the, the quality of customer can change. The quality of customer like can change. Probably, like let's say if you you're like the head is bad, right? Which takes points down, but then mm. her macaroni and cheese is fire. Like I still would like because I'm not a super big fan of head. Like that's not as important, but I enjoy macaroni and cheese. I still <laughs> would. I still could see myself patronizing that business. So in a straight up trade, <laughs> I say macaroni and cheese for head. Yeah. Okay. That well, at least it's on the record. That's, that's for the rest of my life. Macaroni and cheese or head? Macaroni and cheese. Okay. And hands down. Cool. 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 That's yeah. That that wouldn't be a bad. Yeah, I'm not mad at that. Like, have you had really great macaroni and cheese where they brown the top, the cheese, and brown the oh, top? Yeah. Like that. Want, I couldn't live without that. You know where the best macaroni and cheese I ever had in my life was? There was a Trini restaurant in Long Beach that was owned by a f- family of like Indian people from Trinidad, yeah. and they made the best macaroni and cheese I had ever had. I believe it. And that poor place went out of business. It was a shame. They made great food. That macaroni and cheese. That's fucked yeah. up. Um. So, but am I being ridiculous? Like, sure, I agree with you, right? Like, that's how credit works the same way. But am I being ridiculous as a human being? I would say no, you're not, because if you're going to look at a woman who's like, does like, it mean that just because she would, what if the thought of she was single and it was like, I hate the thought of them saying, I'm just having fun. Mm-hmm. Right. Like fucking is fun. Fucking, you know, 40 niggas is fun. Fucking 40 men is fun. Right. Fucking sure. 40 men is fun. That's just because. Why I, isn't I, cooking fun? Right. I, so I have 40. I have 40 men. I'm I'm 37 years old. I have 40 men on my count. I've been fucking since I was 17. I'm 37 now. I have 40 men. So over 20 years, I've had sex with an on average two men a year. Yeah. Is it fair to say, should I really be judging that woman thinking to myself like, oh, yeah, she really cannot be a righteous woman moving forward? 
I mean, the more ideal scenario would be, is there a cheat index there of the 40 where five of them, you know, cheat ons in a relationship? If you what get if, a private. What, what if what if she was she was in a relationship from high school? The first mm-hmm. was her boyfriend from um, till she was in 22. And then they broke up and at 23, she had her wild summer. She slept with six guys, you know, one Mm. year, you know, she was just trying to be single, you know what I mean? And she went out and had sex with six guys in that one year. And then after that, it was a three guys the next year. Then I got with a guy, we was together for a year. So we just slept together. And, you know, that number became one, two, three, Per year, which is probably the more I think about, it, is actually unrealistic. It's like women body count got to be high, cause nigga, like, cause yeah. men is fucking men getting some pussy. Like all my yeah. partners getting pussy, so somebody fucking. I cracked into a phone one time. The guy left in my possession, and I was like, "What's what's what's, what's going on in the female lifestyle?" It was brutal. <laughs> it was brutal. So I don't know. I think I think you'd have to have a little bit of willful ignorance or some sort of delusional sense of arrogance to think that if that you're so special. You know what I mean? And I refuse to. Yeah, same. So unless you're there's there's a conflict like it's it's you have that propensity or you don't and if you don't i mean uh, other than like there's probably some realistic age arcs you know like they say like men for example are more impulsively violent until they're about like depending on the guy between 30 to 35, then it tapers off radically in, in, in occurrences. So I don't know if from a brain development, hormonal, whatever the hell, if there's ebbs and flows in that with women, where you can say, well, yeah, she was Looney Tunes from 20 to 26, but she's 35 and her whole perspective on everything and priorities are radically different. And if you statistically that holds water, Mm. So what's too many women for a 35-year-old woman? Is there actually just a number that context doesn't matter? What would be the number that context? Oh man. I think the reality is it's gonna be really hard for me to assume that a woman's been single all that time, you know? And a lot of women like to do that cute thing where they say, well, we're together, but we're not officially together. So I'm gonna go get piped down here and there on a sneak, like in their own heads. They love that too. So to me, I mean, to be honest, if we're, if we're like getting up, into and beyond like the 20s i'm gonna have some questions because i know that you were in a relationship for probably most of that time because women will just sit in stupid dead-end relationships for long periods of time 
in general, you know? So it's like, well, when you're on the market, you're wild or you like to walk that line of officially being on or off the market and try to play with that to your advantage. And I know women like to lie and play with reality to their advantage. So, uh, so 20 at 35 is a bit too much over 20. Yeah. And it also kind of depends on like, again, another thing is that that also does depend on how local that is. Because like, if you, your life's path, you moved to four cities, whatever, typically you life operates in a first choice, second choice, third choice, fourth choice, you know, secession. So if you ran through 20 people in your neighborhood, you probably just waving at anybody passing by. Okay. <laughs> wow. That's funny. In Hollywood, you know, very conservative town. There you go. <laughs> I'm not gonna ask you this shit. But no, ask away. In Hollywood, who's had too many penises? Oh, you mean celebrities? Yes. Fuck, I don't know. I don't. Um, the the issue is a lot of the time with like celebrity women. It's like they'll have had three, four guys, but they're all really high profile. They're all in very close proximity, and it obviously. It does matter. I mean, that so goes back. If a, if a girl you like, Pete, like she had 24 guys, mm -hmm. but 12 of the guys are NBA player or NFL players <sighs> over 20 years. I think that to me personally would matter less than if I knew them personally from around. She you know, talked like, to you because you, you're an athlete. You know, you ran track to some, you know, high level. So you fit her type of being an athlete. But, you know, she she dated KD. She slept with uh, uh, Dame Lillard before. She slept with Bradley Beal before. But it's over 20 years. Here's one. That's a little bit different. for like I'm not going to care so much about that. Because I, th I think more of it matters to because those are people I don't know. I'm not going to bump into, you know, I think where it matters with celebrities is like. And again, like I don't keep track on celebrity gossip, so I'm using some names pretty haphazardly here. But like I know like Rihanna has been with numerous high profile people in the same industry, same niche of the same industry. So that circle now you're painting yourself into a corner in the room, you know? Yeah, that's fair. And I have known girls that been with a lot of NBA players and there's, that's also a close fraternity. So there becomes some issues there for a guy. If you're the fifth so NBA player this girl's been with. For the NBA guy that tried to be in a relationship with her, his, his, his journey is going to be different than you. Who's not going to be in those circles per se. Yeah. I got to see the guys all the goddamn time. So there is an issue with seeing guys that slept with the girl you're dating. Yeah, and just the communication network in general. Like I'd be willing to bet, like if you're some, you know, money hungry blonde, whatever the hell girl who likes to hang out at the hottest happy hour near the giant 
Century City law firms. Like if you're at what Javier's over there all the time trying to pick up attorneys from Century Park East, where's going to get around? And 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 you could be a big time monster litigator, but if you just knock down Kimberly, well, Kimberly just ran through Schwartz, Schwartz, and Schwartz last summer. So that's not a good look for you because everyone's going to be laughing at you behind your back because you Christmas just party, huh? At the Christmas party. Exactly. Exactly. And Fishbach and all those guys. There's going to be eggnog all over your face. <laughs> Not eggnog all over your face. Well, the expression is egg on your face. So eggnog on your face at the Christmas party. We got to do it. We got to do it. Fuck with that. I fuck with that. <laughs> so I, I, I think that that kind of is a thing. What do you think about these situations where, like, um, so like G Herbo, right, is a rapper from Chicago. His baby moms, you feel me? Or it was just, I think, I, I think they have a child together. I'm not sure if that's his child. I'm, I, I can't say it, but his girl, right? It, it's always weird for me when I see somebody like G Herbo's baby mom, who now is kind of popular. For she don't really have talent, but she's kind of popular. And next thing you know, the boxer Tank Davis is dating her. And the only mm-hmm. reason she's famous or has any familiarity is because she was G Herbo's girlfriend or his baby mom. And that's why you know her. And then next thing you know, Tank Davis is dating her. And then yeah. next thing you know, Moneybag Yo is dating her. Mm-hmm. What do you think about guys who look at, you know, like, out of all the women, they find the woman that was the local woman in your town that was your bro. Like, is that a weird oh. thing? Like, where guys, do you think as a guy you put value on a woman because of who she slept with? Like, I don't do that. Like, I think all women are the same unless yeah. they have talent, right? I, yeah. But I've never looked at a woman more valuable because this guy slept with her. 100%. That's not a thing for me like the the only way that that would even be a thing is if i was like well shit this last four boyfriends that this girl had all had 25 million dollars a pop now she's dating me this is on borrowed time but like (laughs) other than that i don't personally care and i'm not out there trying to headhunt chicks to try to one-up a guy because yeah that's lame I think, like, I think uh, how are you even one upping the guy? He already like Ray J ha- had a hit song suggesting the opposite. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I don't think there's any situation where I feel better because, like, automatically it turns me off. That's my problem. If I mm. know somebody you slept with, one major problem I have, and this might be a bit arrogant, I'm like, you gave him some pussy. Like that's how I feel. I would feel like, damn, like you gave him some pussy. Like, and I felt like this over broads who have slept with, like they might've slept with a famous person, like may, way more famous than me, but he's a fucking clown. And I'm like, you would get that clown ass nigga some pussy. Cause he was famous. You feel me? Or you would get this suck ass nigga. Like I've never, like, I don't think I would feel better if Michelle Obama gave me pussy. I wouldn't be like, oh, you fuck Barack. I'm like, man, you're a fucking nigga that ain't even no real nigga like that. Like, I would feel like, and I don't know if it's me or if it's arrogance, but I remember I was on No Jumper and I was talking and one of my homies, like, from 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 uh, from uh 
from Pyro from Ray J neighborhood got at me about something I said about Ray J. And he was like, man, you tried to play the homie. I'm like, how? He said, you know, you was talking about Kim Kardashian. He was like, if she'd give Ray J some pussy, you feel me, then I could fuck her. And I remember telling that nigga, like, nigga, what you trying to say? Cause like I ain't like I'm nigga, I'm for real in these streets with this shit. Nigga, like I'm a real, like I'm something. Like, nigga, I held my own at every level. You feel me? I survived this life. I've been a man. Like, you think I shouldn't feel like I'm like a colder nigga than Ray J? Now, I'm not saying I have more. Ray J is a, is a wealthy man, a really intelligent man, a thousand things. But, like, we talking about really being that nigga out in the life? Mm-hmm. Like, being a nigga, nuts on the table? Like, nigga, I'm going <laughs> to think of myself at a high level when it comes to that. You feel me? Yeah. So and I was explaining to him, and by the end of the conversation, he's like, oh, "I feel you. I see what you're saying." Like, and I had to listen. Like, damn, is that really playing Ray J down? And it's like, no, I'm just counting myself where I'm special at. Yeah, you know yeah. I, mean? I don't let the world dictate why I'm. Spe- I don't let the world tell me because I don't have more money than Ray J that I'm not as special or more special as a motherfucking nigga than Ray J. That's not like yeah. Ray J. Ray J a solid nigga. I met him. Great dude. Really. Good dude. But I just thought to myself, like, nigga, I'm a man. I exuberate masculinity more than Ray J or or most motherfucking niggas. So I think that's attractive to women. You know what I'm saying? So that's why I'm like, I'm a nigga, like I'm a masculine man. Fuck my my money, nigga. Like, if 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 it's me and you somewhere. If me and a girl somewhere and Ray J and this girl somewhere and some niggas start tripping, feel me? I like my chances. Better than Ray J should like his chances. I think that's fair. You know what I'm saying? Like, so, and I think that's where being in a relationship really comes down to. Like, I can provide enough. I couldn't provide a life that's as great or as fabulous as Ray J. Ray J is a very successful person and really talented and underratedly smart. You know what I'm saying? But Ray J could put you in a mansion, but if it's four niggas coming right here to trip, you want to be with me. Because these motherfuckers going to go. These hands going to get cracking. Feel me? Ain't going to be nothing but on. Back up. Let's do it. Feel me? So I think as a protector, I value myself. Yeah. yeah. And that, and that's like the... you know. And I can provide. Like I can't give you... I mean, I, I think Ray J can get you a 10-bedroom house, but, I mean, I can get you four or five bedrooms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I can get you four or five bedrooms. I can get you a... If I really tried, I can get you a a little Benz truck. You know what I mean? The, 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 the 2022. I, it, I, I'll be mad as a motherfucker, but I can get that. But I'm saying... If we scale back and I put you in four bedrooms and get you that new Kia, that Stinger or that K5, you feel me? Then your life is luxurious. There's no pressure. Every day is good. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So I was just thinking about that body counts. Like, why do I trip? And I think it's a fear. It's a fear within about what type of woman she is. You know what I'm saying? That's what my yeah. fear would be. What would be your fear and a body count thought of of a woman? Mine, it, it would be purely, I mean, sorry as it is going to sound, I'm not even going to lie to you. It's just purely external perception. It's I mean, purely external perception. So, 
that's what it is. You know, I don't, I don't need eggnog on my face. Good looking out for tuning in to the No Sillers Podcast. Please do us a favor and subscribe, rate, comment, and share. This episode was recorded right here on the West Coast of the USA and produced by my homeboy, A-King, for the Black Effect Podcast Network and iHeartRadio. Yeah. Got my Prevnar 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us, wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk. Get vaccinated, but, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought... In that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.